Hello and welcome. You are listening to episode 81 of the Nearly Men Video Games podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday, 18th of February, 2021. I am Blunderboy87, and joining me today is Colin Little. Hello. And Paul Kaczynski. Hello there. And together we are the Nearly Men. We have nothing to do with video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, and we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. Woo! And that, that's reading it as well. As... Although, although it's better than my attempt was last week, Blunderboy, if you <laughs> yeah. remember. Yeah. I'm, I just made it up. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've not said that in ages. I was like, I don't remember the last time I hosted. I, I, think, I think the last time I was meant to host, I was off sick. Oh, oh. And I think that's why... That may be right. Right. Because I was like, ah, I've not said this in a while. (laughs) And that word particularly. I know. We should should change it for you and I, because we can't say our L's. Yes, we can. Although I've I've kind of broke it down, but the way I say it, it feels like extremely long. I think if I was talking normal, I'd say particular. And just cut the end of the word off, but now say particularly, and that's that feels weird. <laughs> I feel like Gene Brody. <laughs> How that's are we, boys? Miss Gene Brody. Oh, yes. sorry, Mr. Well, Brody. I'm well, thank you, thank you, Blunder Boy. Thank you. It's nice Excellent. to see you. I'm a bit part timer. How are you? Hi, hi. Uh, well, you just said that after you, you, you feel you haven't done it for very long because you had a night off, and now you're calling me a part timer. Yeah. Well. It was not a night off. I was sick. I'd like to see a doctor's <laughs> note. Thank you very much. I will get my doctor's note. Thank you very much. Also, <laughs> as a Paul Kaczynski discovered, a year ago to the day you took the night off as well. Aye, that's that was right. weird. <laughs> that's that right. Was weird. Aye. We, we noticed that on uh, <laughs> Facebook memories. Facebook grassed me up. About, it seems I'm quite partial to a wee mid-February break. Aye, mid-term. Because <laughs> when Paul had sent it at first, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at, what's so funny? And then I realised, I was like, ah! <laughs> I said, like he has his regularly scheduled holiday. I have genuinely no idea why. Oh, no. No, I do. I was I was working up in Perth. That's what it was. Listen, these things happen, mate. These things that- happen. It seems that that particular week, because I was working the other week as well, it seems that I am in very high demand. Uh-huh. As I say, that one one night a year you work. On a particular Thursday in February. You ever see Paul taking time off? That's only because if Paul took time off, it would not happen. Well, that's that's it. Somebody asked me that. They said, you know, what happens if Paul takes a night off? I said, well, we moved the podcast. (laughs) You've done it once without me. I was going to say we did it once, did we not? And it it worked out well. Edifying. It was not a fun night. For the life of me, I can't remember how we did it. We we did it like this, but I wasn't there. I, I recorded it, but I wasn't you actually record, in the room. That's what it was. That's what it was. I you yeah. I, I knew we'd done it. I knew we'd done yeah. it. Yeah. Because I don't think like, it was fancy though either. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no, it wasn't no, a visual then. No, it wasn't a visual. Because wasn't that, live that was... either. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> um, that was the thing. Um, Somebody had said to me, they said, uh, so is it, is it only Paolo that's done every episode of the podcast? I went, mean, I think he's missed one as well. I'm sure and he has. You've, you've done it on your own as well, way back when. Yes, I did I did one myself. I, you've I done my one voice. yourself. All right. You did it yourself? Did you still run over? 
<laughs> yes, yes, I did. I, I, I fell out with myself as well. I was just throwing, throwing hot takes about everywhere, arguing with myself. Um, <laughs> there was just, whenever we do it just, on our own, there was just always wee digs to each other to see if we were listening. <laughs> I had to see if they bothered to listen the following week. Um, shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Absolute oh. shenanigans. But we do love shenanigans here. Uh, and we love it when the listeners get in touch with their shenanigans. Shenanigans. And this is how you can do that. Shenanigans. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch. Follow Colin at Colin underscore NM. Follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word. Follow Gary at Blunderboy87. And let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men. Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men. Or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? So please do get in touch and let us know what you've been up to. Now it's been quiet. It's been very quiet. Uh, and and everything to do with the video game world, I think. I think I don't know if there's a drought and people are just a wee bit don't know what they're doing with their life and video game land. And I also think developers are a bit of drought. It just feels very barren out there. Barren, good word. Good, barren, good, good word. Words. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the video game tumbleweeds. Although he was talking about um, the fact that. He couldn't pronounce his R, so then just comes straight in and goes with. Oh no, it was L's. Sorry, sorry. That's Not only does Colin not listen to the podcast <laughs> after it's recorded, he doesn't listen while it's getting recorded. <laughs> well, you, know, you can't say letters that don't sound anything alike. I like to just drift off from time to time, you know, just just think about my next pearl of wisdom. <laughs> that coincidentally, that wasn't one of my pearls of wisdom, but I'm sure there'll be one. Sometime. Wait. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the video game industry just seems to be a wee bit quiet. And I don't know if part of it, well, I think part of it to blame is the fact that nobody can play any of the new games coming out on the new gen consoles. Um, uh, I think I find somebody's kin, mate. I mean, somebody's like, kin. Scalpers have most of them, let's face it. <laughs> um, no, that is true. And then. I, I think as well, it's because there was such a build-up and we had all those big events coming and now they're just like, and they're out and we're finished. You've got the console, have fun. And everybody's like, oh. Um, however, Nintendo, of course, are keeping... Well, Nintendo had the promise of keeping the Nintendo fans entertained and mm. and tantalising their taste buds with the next Nintendo Direct, which we're, we're going to discuss now. How'd that go? How'd that go, Gary? Oh, well, so this is coming from Eurogamer.net eh, and this is by Tom Phillips and it just kind of sums up how the Nintendo Direct event went. Eh, and he writes, Last night's long-awaited Nintendo Direct included several big game announcements Did it? including Splatoon 3 and Mario Golf Super Rush as well as a confirmation of an HD release for Zelda Skyward Sword. Literally the big game announcements that he's talking about which no one was really anticipating, I think. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 characters Pyra and Mithra were also announced as the latest faces to join Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mention was made of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, but only to say that more detail would arrive later in 2021. 
to be clear, Nintendo did not confirm whether the game would actually release in 2021. Uh, lots of multi-platform games are coming to the Switch. Fall Guys, they're re-releasing Ninja Gaiden. Plants vs. Zombies, because you know we've just been dying for that. <laughs> um, this one, that actually, I, I, I didn't see anyone talk about this, so it kind of raised my eyebrows. Star Wars Hunters is a new free-to-play online squad-based arena multiplayer game. Set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, it's coming to Switch and Twitch Twitter run from Zynga. But, and the, 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 for, for across the internet, and particularly people we know who are big Nintendo fans, they're disappointed. They, they were not impressed. Um, I had a friend, Baker Boy, who, who listens, was texting me as they were um, announcing things, and he summed it up as, games you can play in other consoles. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I so obviously I don't have a Switch. I used to be a, a big Nintendo fan. Uh, I I still hold sort of treasured memories of Nintendo, but the Switch has never been top of my priority to get. And but I thought, well, I'll I'll check it out. I'll, I'll watch the direct. I haven't seen a Nintendo direct in quite a while, so I'll watch this one. See what the year's going to look like for the Switch. And I was thoroughly underwhelmed honestly it started off with um smash and i was like oh bloody hell smash here we go i mean i remember playing smash bros on the n64 when it first came out and it was quite good i remember my pal being very excited about it i quite liked it but it was all right and and i've played subsequent versions of smash and it just always feels the same and not necessarily in a particularly um comfortable way i just i just you know um I didn't really recognise the, the characters that would be added in. It was an incredibly long, rather boring video, I thought. And I was just like, oh, God. But I, I went, well, they're starting fairly small. This is essentially just adding some DLC, or talking about some DLC, so they must have something good coming. And, yeah, as as Blunderboy as you say, and as um, as Kevin said, it's, it's, just, it's just lots of games you can play on other platforms. And... You know, and you're going to essentially be playing an inferior version, let's be honest. I have no doubt that Fall Guys will probably be quite good fun on the Switch. It's probably of the ones that I saw the most likely to sort of suit the Switch. But most people are already playing it on PlayStation, probably, or PC. It's been out a bit long. I don't think necessarily... I think the folk that are desperate to play Fall Guys will already have been playing it on something. Um, and I also... And, and that was kind of across the board. All of these ones they, really, they, they, they released... I was kind of interested in Ghouls and Ghosts uh, Resurrection. That looked quite cool. Um, but, I mean, I mean, is that it? And the Skyward Sword thing was ridiculous. Ridiculous. They introduced... Now, I don't really know any of the, the faces from Nintendo these days. I used to sort of know what Miyamoto looked like, a few folk, but I don't really recognise anybody from, from Nintendo now. Much like with the exception of Shuhei Yoshida, I don't really know anybody really from uh, PlayStation. You know, you, you all know, well know Phil Spencer from Xbox, I suppose, but that's about it. Um, but I didn't recognise any of them, but they, whenever they brought somebody into the video, there was a little bit of text that came up and told you who they were. And this black screen comes up, and this guy's there, and it's, it introduces him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but uh, and it says he's, the, he's from Legend of Zelda Studios. And I thought, oh, my God, here we go. 
this is it. This is the this is a teaser or something for Breath of the Wild. And then he starts talking, <laughs> and you're following the subtitles. He's essentially saying, "I know you're really looking forward to seeing about Breath of the Wild, but we're not going to show you that. <laughs> um, but don't you worry, we'll show you at some point in later in the year, very very vaguely." And then um, he said, "But huh, have we got something for you?" I went, "Oh, well, I wonder what they've got." Skyward Sword, a ten-year-old Wii game, but there's some Wii <laughs> controls for it. Do you know why I think it stings so much? Because Mario just had the 35-year anniversary and it was Super Mario Sunshine and other ones, Super Mario Galaxy. 64 and Galaxy together. So I think people were expecting Skyward Sword, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker to come and the fact they're like, it's just Skyward Sword, the least popular modern Zelda game, uh, arguably. And I think everybody kind of went, oh, oh, oh where's, where's the rest? It's the equivalent of going... Giving somebody a birthday present and going, what I was going to get you was. <laughs> yeah. Right, I got you this. So, it was, I mean, looking at the clip there, DC Superhero Girls, the fact they've got a game finally, I think that's good. Because that's, uh-huh. that's been really big and popular. Had a TV show, had a toy franchise. The fact they've moved out of the game, and it looks it looks kind of cute and fun. I was like, yeah, oh, that, yeah. that, that's good. And then, was it Project Triangle? Something like that? The, the Square Enix game? Um... We were talking about that earlier, and Colin, you were saying the combat looks interesting. To me, yeah. I kind of was like, oh, look, another 2D sprite pixel game from Square Enix. Octopath Traveler did, and it was good. And they're good games, but I'm a bit like, you've got Bravely Default 2 coming out, which is fully 3D RPG. I'm a bit like, how many RPG series are Square Enix going to pump out these days? That's a wee Ooh. bit like, oh. And then, of course, you get Mario Golf. Which looks good. Mario Golf, and I, I did say straight away, Mario Golf's got a special, uh, special, a new special mode. It's like speed golf, it's called. Yeah. I think it looks fabulous, right? <laughs> you you scale, yeah. you scale the ball, you run after the ball. You can hit, you you don't have to wait turns and all that. The, the idea is to literally get the ball in the hole as fast as possible. It looks mental fun. I imagine all crowded around the telly once you know social distancing's all a thing in the past, and playing that at a house party or something would be a lot of fun. Mm. But that was it, and I just think it's a really strange one from from for a couple of reasons. First of all, they made a big, big thing about the fact that they had motion controls, right, for Skyward Sword, which is a throwback to the Wii days, obviously, because they're thrown back to a Wii game. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest sellers of the Switch now is the Switch Lite, which doesn't have the Joy-Cons, and then they basically said, ah, it doesn't work on the, the Switch Lite, uh, but you can just flick this analog stick, and, and it's the same, and you're like, well, it doesn't look the same. It's not the same. That's <laughs> not the same. Do you know what's um, well, though? Fans are delighted they can turn the motion controls off, because they were gank. Well, I know, well, that's <laughs> a, but then they did this big thing about how they were showing, how they were showing the motion controls were working. You're like, yes, this is your sword and this is your shield. And you're like, all right, okay. And then, so, so for the shield, you do this. And for the sword, you do this. And I went, yeah. well, that's not how a sword works. And, he's, <laughs> and the bow and arrow, and he went, and the bow and arrow. And, and it was essentially just doing this for bow and arrow and talking about how great it was. I went, no, I mean, surely you're going to get, I mean, if you're, if you're doing motion control for a bow and arrow, surely you actually want to feel like you're firing a yeah. bow and arrow. It, it just seemed bizarre. And, and honestly, a huge chunk of that thing was talking about that really dull motion control thing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why are you doing that? Uh-huh. I think it's a strange one from Nintendo because Gary's already mentioned this, right? You can't buy a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or even an S for love or money right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> this was a massive year for the 
Nintendo Switch, for people who have got money literally burning a hole in their pockets and are desperate <laughs> to buy a console, if they had come out with a whole raft of big, big system sellers, you know, they could have easily got a couple of folk out, well, I'm not getting a PS5 anytime soon, but I can't wait to play the new Zelda, or, mm -hmm. oh, that new Mario looks amazing, or whatever. I'm buying a Switch. You know, screw it, I'm buying a Switch. There wasn't, I don't think there was really a single system seller in that thing at all. No. They also have the audacity, the goal, and the gumption to be selling Skyward Sword at sixty dollars or fifty quid here. <laughs> it's like so expensive, isn't it? Wild, wild, so expensive. <sighs> um, I, d I didn't see it at all. I, the only kind of input I had from it, or uh, the watching of it, I was when I was doing the the video clip that's on just now, um, and it, it did. It just looked like a collection of old games. Like as if <laughs> as if Switch is playing catch up with everything. Mm -hmm. uh, it just it, seemed, has, has it not been like hundreds of days as well since the last direct? Uh, yeah, I, it's I'm been twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So you're talking what? Oh, nearly six hundred days. That's why everyone was so excited about this one. They really felt there was something big coming. I cannot believe Nintendo have. I feel they've blown it. I really feel. I mean. They spent all this time talking about how they, they, they're bringing some super... They, they said, oh, it's the 35th anniversary of Mario. And it's like, oh, come on, what have you got for us? No, they've got warp warp pipes that you can put in your Animal Crossing island. Oh, now, that's right. That's one of the big announcements. Mario comes to Animal Crossing. And there's an article and it was like, I mean, it doesn't look like Mario. It looks like the creepy Mario you get during the carnival, the trader that you're at. <laughs> like, here's Mario. Mario. And you're like... Mario. <laughs> it's a me. It's a Mario. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, Splatoon 3, I suppose, is probably... I mean, they did leave that to last, didn't they? Aye, I mean, but I mean... It's, it's, not, it's not really in our circle, but Splatoon 2 was huge. It was absolutely it was, huge. It was really well received. Um, so mm. I, I suppose a third one of those is going to be big amongst the people that are, are big about Splatoon, I suppose. But... You know, I mean, you know that way where you have, I'm sure Blunder Boyle certainly uh, uh, feel this, you know you, when you have a meeting and you're like, that could have been an email? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Another <laughs> bloody meeting that could have been an email. Well, I'm sorry, that was a Nintendo Direct that could have been an email. Yeah. And yeah, that is the yeah. most damning thing I could mm. say. I mean, they could have just released a trailer for Splatoon 3. See, if they'd done that, people would have probably been quite happy. But the fact they made a big hoo-ha about the fact it was the first one in the year, We've had a hell of a year. 2020 has been awful. The video games industry's obviously suffered as well. Here's looking forward to the vaccine and everything else and the potential of a new dawn. And, and you know, what have we got to look forward to this year? Well, if you're a Nintendo player, hee-haw. Hee-haw. Obviously, the Star Wars one caught my eye because it's Star Wars and you, yeah. you know what I'm like. Um, so it's a free-to-play online squad-based arena multiplayer. So is, is that like, like Rogue Company and the like? Is that an arena squad-based? Do not get too excited. It's made by Zynga, who made well, Farmville that's what, that's and what I was say. Words with Friends. Zynga are a mobile company, not they make mobile yeah. games. So come on now. Interesting. The, the second that it was, I got really excited. I was, I was midway through typing a, a message to both both of you guys. Um, about it, and then I saw Zinga and I went, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> it's not oh. even worth mentioning. It's not even worth mentioning. It's basically a mobile game that they're putting on, on the, 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 the mm. Switch. Um, and then, you know, and then I know you guys discussed this last week, but Apex, 
who on, in the right mind is going to play Apex on the Switch? I mean, can you just imagine yeah. being sniped from beyond the draw distance by some PC player on on, on your Switch, running around with a, a frame rate of like three and <laughs> and textures that you saw in the original Wolfenstein 3D? It's going to... I, uh, I mean... You won't be reaching platinum. <laughs> there's no... Uh, uh. Apex is a game which is now like super twitchy and they're trying to, you're, you're mm-hmm. looking like minimum 60 frames you're going to need it or, you know, and there's people cranking their machines and they're playing. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Wardylift, it streams yeah. it and his gaming rig's a monster. And, right. I, and when you watch him playing it, it's buttery smooth and it's so fast. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I know it's free to play, but I just don't see anybody playing. And I also just think, the people who are playing those games that are playing Apex, they are not playing on Nintendo. They're playing on, you know, PlayStation or Xbox at least, and the majority of them are probably playing on PC. It's just a strange choice. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. A peculiar start to the year for Nintendo. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I mean, it was peak. It's peak Nintendo. There seems to be two different Nintendos. There's a Nintendo that make really great games, and then there's the Nintendo that do stuff like that. <laughs> Coincidentally, just before we go on, sorry, Wonderboy, did you see? Did you see that Nintendo UK asked people to put? Um, I, I retweeted this. Asked people to put. Oh yeah. Gaming. What's your favorite Nintendo music or something? And everybody replied, and then Nintendo basically copyrighted every single one of the videos. <laughs> so it was just a reply. Of, this video is no longer. I'll, I'll, I'll need to find the tweet and I'll, I'll, I'll share it. It's hilarious. It's, it's somebody's edited it to Mister yeah. Blue Sky, and it is hilarious. It is it's peak, good. peak Nintendo. Jeez, Louise. Oh dear. Nuts. And this and this year of, of starvation in the video games industry. <laughs> Mr. Kuzinski, do you have any crumbs for us? Do I? Well, let me tell you, uh, a lot of people playing Sea of Thieves at the moment. Uh, of course Captain Shambles in our presence here with no, us. Never never heard of it. No. <laughs> uh, as sea of Thieves is gonna have their mid season update and that's dropped today, which is the eighteenth of February. Uh, it's kind of kind of few wee sections to it, but the the main the main kind of event, if you like, is the festival of fishing, which I know Captain Shambles is is rip roaring about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, you get new fishing rods for doing fishing challenges as your as your reward for that. Um, there's also some cosmetics as well that you can buy. Um, probably one of the great things about Sea of Thieves is that as Colin said before many times, Rare are a great kind of community company and they're really in, in tune with, with the community that plays Sea of Thieves. Uh, and, you know, stuff like this, which I'm about to say, just shows off how, how good they are at just not being video game developers. Um, because you can pick up um, a new sail for your ship, Sails of Hope it's called, uh, which is a cosmetic. And if you buy it, all the proceeds go to Great Ormond Street Hospital. Wow, that's cool. excellent. Good, isn't it? Yeah, they did a thing last year. I can't remember exactly who it went to. It was a similar sort of thing, and they, I think it was upwards of eighty thousand pounds they made. It's brilliant. Um, brilliant. Yeah. Good on them. Good on them. Um, going from one of Colin's favourite games of all time <laughs> to possibly one of his least favourite games of all time at the moment. It could all change. Mm. Uh, it's going to be five years this August since No Man's Sky had its shaky release. Uh, and Hello Games, the developer, have got a lot planned for their fifth anniversary year. It begins, I think, today or yesterday, I think it may have dropped, uh, with a companion update, which is essentially having pets. So you can yes. you can tame any animal that you meet in this 
procedurally generated universe. Um, I, I think I presume you can tame any of them. I don't know if you can tame the really big ones that you see. But oh, no, I think you can. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, in the make, trailer, it looked like it. You can make the mounts, uh, but they can also do lots of things like um, scan for resources, spot for dangers, and find and bury treasure and things like that. Um, and they they accompany with you on the galaxy. So that's that's the kind of right. first of many updates I think that's going to get this year. I I'm seriously thinking about starting it and streaming it. I, I think it'd be pretty good to stream. I, I I'm sort of tempted a wee bit myself. I think on PS5 has it got the PS5 update yet? It does. Yes, it oh. does. That's why I'm keen. That new trailer it's looking super swanky. Mm-hmm. Mind you, um, No Man's Sky has looked swanky before. <laughs> it has indeed. And it did me out of 50 quid when it did, when it looked so swanky. What's well, because Colin was so excited about it? I know. And we I all know. were. I mean, well, you know, I know Paolo was very excited about it as well. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Paolo's far more... I, I've, I'm mellowing a little bit. I was very disappointed at the time. I, You know, I spent my hard-earned money on it and it was not what what we were sort of promised and you know regardless of who it was that made those promises or whatever i think everybody's somewhat culpable and maybe gamers themselves are a bit culpable for buying into hype or at least but it was maybe a more naive time you know we're maybe a bit more attuned to it now um and of course you lost a lot of time writing all those death threats to (laughs) as well so i know i know yeah but who knows? That, that reminds me, I need, to, I need to contact CD Projekt Red again. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a joke, that's a joke. Speaking of PS5 upgrades and the like, Marvel's Avengers will finally get its PS5 and Xbox Series update on the 18th of March. Now, I thought the Marvel Avengers had it already. When I installed it, I got a PS5 update. So I presume it was like a kind of akin to the cyberpunk thing of it's mm. a kind of half halfway house kind of so far <laughs> but it's, it was meant to do uh, it meant to come out on christmas but it got delayed pretty much as the game was released i think it got delayed mm-hmm. uh, but it's come with it it's got higher resolution textures models and armor destruction and frame rates will also be higher i believe that's a quote frame rates will be higher <laughs> no number uh, it's going to arrive with hawkeye um which is the Clint Barton is that his name? Gary? Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you know, he's coming. <laughs> you know the adventure nobody really likes him because <laughs> they, they've already released Kate Bishop. Yeah, um, she's in it already. Really test them knowledge now, Kate Bishop. Um, so now the the other Hawkeye, Clint Barton's coming in, uh, and I think the, their stories merge, and it's going to be a new villain as well. It's introduced it. Um, existing PS4 and Xbox One owners will get the edition for free and the save files will carry over which is good um, and they're hoping that a lot of players come back to it uh, it has had a mass exodus but there is still no sign of the Sony exclusive Spider-Man which yep. is dubious people are saying yeah. uh, and lastly Game Pass editions, I'll throw them in as well uh, very quickly, on the 18th of February you're getting Code Vein for PC Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire Ultimate Edition for the console and the cloud and Wreckfest for the console, PC and cloud Wreckfest I presume is Destruction Derby I guess so, yeah 
23rd of February, Killer Queen Black is coming for console and cloud. And on the 25th, you're getting Dirt 5 for console, PC and cloud. Elite Dangerous on console. Super Hot Mind Control for PC. That's a, a handsome lineup. Uh, leaving on the 24th is Dirt 4. And on 28th, leaving is Memordora Reverdi. Reverie? What? Would, would that be French? Memodora Reverie? Is it just Reverie? Reverie. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a French word, but I don't think the accent is necessary. Reverie. Under the moonlight. <laughs> Mother Russia Bleeds is going. Oxen Free is going. And Sad Tale Jackpox Party Pack 4 is also going. Mm. Vanbrace Cold Soul will be leaving as well. That's all on the 28th. That's mm. your, your Game Pass. And that's your Cozy Scrums as well. Amazing. Hey. Go from Cozy Scrum straight into our freebies. Wow. Uh, wow. Games with Gold from the 1st to the 28th of February. Um, you can get Gears 5 and Resident Evil HD Remaster. Ooh. The 16th to the 28th of February, uh, Lost Planet 2. It's a pretty good game. And 16th of February to the 15th of March, Dendara Trails of Fear Edition, which is a Metroidvania game. Never heard That's of that one. Uh, PlayStation Plus for the month of February you've got Destruction All-Stars uh, on PS5, Control Ultimate Edition on PS5 and PS4 and Concrete Genie on the PS4 Lovely that's, that's all your freebies nice. so, so grab them while you can uh, Moving on to games we've been playing we were doing our multiplayer last week and well, I was going to say we jumped into the world of zombies but you boys have been doing a lot of jumping into zombies You've been, trying all, the, you've been trying all the online zombie games lately? We have a bit, haven't we? Actually, I forgot to even include that on thing yet. So before we, we talk on the one we were doing, uh, Paolo and I did uh, a couple of weeks back now have a shot at DayZ. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, of course we did. Uh, I was, wait, 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 I was hugely taken by it. Well, the problem was, I mean, you started streaming and I joined later in. Uh, mm -hmm. And once I joined, it was essentially a game of trying to find each other. Yeah, which was not yeah. a fun game at the time, and nope. was not success. What well, was a successful game in the end? Eventually, yeah, <laughs> in the end. But no, it was it was just a bit too. Uh, do you know it's unfair because I I think if we gave it a proper bash, it might actually be quite good. Um, a kind of PUBG in zombie mode. Yeah, um, I just I just hate the the, the inventory system's awful. You weren't keen on that. I, no. I, 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 I didn't bother me that much. I have to say, but I you just, weren't keen on it. It just inexplicably made you drop things all the time. And I'm sorry, in a zombie survival situation where literally every single thing's important and you need That's to scavenge. I just Well, I just saying if you were if you were actually in that environment, <laughs> if you were actually fighting for your life, you wouldn't you wouldn't automatically drop your axe every time you picked up a rotten potato off the ground. You just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny watching Colin go, wait, I've got a rotten potato. Oh no, my axe is gone. Where is it? And then having to walk around waiting at the ground. spending 20 minutes trying to find my bloody axe and literally <laughs> never find that. It was infuriating. <sighs> so funny. So anyway, we, we went after that. Uh, Blunderboy had recommended to me that I try out State of Decay 2. So I gave mm. it a go on stream um, and genuinely had a brilliant time with it. Um, actually, so... Um, it's it's made by Undead Labs, and I was very lucky to have three of the dev team in my stream, in my chat, and they were there for hours. I had Brant, Mark, and Chris, who were all in the chat, 
Brandt ended up dropping a bunch of subs as well, which was incredibly okay. generous of him. Um, and they were asking me things. They were giving me tips. They were talking through the sort of design process and the game and all that sort of stuff. It was great, and I loved it. And and they did say to me, they said, you know, it's good you're playing on your own. They said, but you, I think you'll really enjoy this with friends. And I was like, well, oh, I've got the multiplayer night coming up for the Nearly Men. So I knew Blunderboy had already played it. I know that, you know, zombies are a pretty easy sell to Blunderboy. Yeah. Um, so so I sort of broached it and said, listen, because we had another game in mind possibly for the... And I said, well, we'll maybe shift that. Should we maybe try State of Decay? And uh, so we all got together and we've started a community in, uh, in State of Decay. What, what, um, Paul, what did you think of it? Yeah, I liked it. Um, you know, as as opposed to... I mean, it's a different game from DZ, obviously, but it, it, as opposed to that, it was a very much pick-up-and-play kind of jump-in... Not arcadey, but compared to DZ, it was arcadey. Um mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult as well because I, I kind of went in with you guys knowing what you were doing and you, you just essentially told me what to do whereas with DZ I was going in and kind of looking at it and trying to work it out myself kind of thing um, but no I mean it was fun it was fun everything was kind of satisfying about it you know getting cars was exciting going to infestations was exciting shooting zombies was fun you know there, there was a lot of fun in it it was good I think that description of it being arcadey, but in like a positive way, because it is. It's like yeah. everything, everything, as you say, felt satisfying. You weren't. It was like you enjoyed the whole time. You weren't going, oh gosh, I have to put much away and do something, or oh, this weapon's breaking, I need to fight. Like it never kind of felt like a slog. Aye, I think that is what, that's why it's uh, so enjoyable. And learning yeah. that we were playing was fun as well, but trying to figure out that we were actually not part of Colin's world for real. <laughs> aye, aye, exactly. Yeah. Aye. I, I mean, but by saying it's Arcadian, you know, sometimes that suggests that it's dumbed down a bit, and that that mm-hmm. you know, like you, you say, that's not what I meant. It was, it's, yeah. It was just, it wasn't as simple. It was just, it was just fun. It was easy. It was nice to play. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I. I went back into it the other night on my own stream and I started a new community on the Dread difficulty level, which is like the, the one up from, from what oh, we you're were playing on. And I tell you, by the way, it's quite something. Um, the amount of zombies you have to deal with, the, the sort of ferocity of them, the amount of hits they take and, and all the survival stuff um, has increased sort of like, you know, your survivors use more food up. They they need you know they, they you need more supplies. Uh, resources are scarcer and all that. And it just it, it, I think that's my I think that's my level actually. I think that mm-hmm. difficulty level suits me. Um, I, I think there's two further difficulty levels above that. Um, gotcha. I I think it's really good. I I am really liking it. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what you can do once you can upgrade vehicles and start building bigger bases and. And, and all that sort of stuff because uh, you know as Paolo said it's it, it feels good the the combat is brutal the the guns fire and feel good the cars yeah they are very arcadey but as, mm, as Paul mm. says in a very fun way yeah um, yeah just running over zombies is just so much fun, <laughs> so much fun. I'll tell you something I I was not in the slightest interested in State of Decay three when it was announced but having now played this I'm a bit more hmm, wonder what that yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, it was great. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to play more. Excellent. Colin, what else have you been playing? Tell us. Uh, well, so just the sort of usual effort. Of, uh, obviously, I've been playing Sea of Thieves. They had the the order, uh, the Champion of Souls event on. The new 
battle pass and plunder pass is really good. Uh, not sure the plunder pass is hugely worth a lot of money. I was very uh, kindly gifted it by Evil Monkey, so I haven't paid money for it. Mm-hmm. I, I like having it. Um, I'm not sure. I, I assume that, that it'll probably be have you know the, the the later versions of the plunder pass will probably be be a bit better. They often sort of like um, have to refine these sort of battle pass things. Yeah. And, um, but I'm really liking the actual battle pass, and I would probably, unless folk are desperate to give rare some money, and if they are, by all means, buy the plunder pass or buy you know buy pets or whatever in the game. But well, obviously, buy the sales of hope. That's what you should really do. Yeah. But, um, but um, the the battle pass in itself is actually, and it does look as though if you level up to hundred, you you will probably have enough ancient coins to buy a plunder pass next time and actually not have to spend a penny in the game. Um. I was going to ask if they do that because Day by Daylight does that. It's um, yeah. once you buy your Rift Pass, you earn the money back. So the next time you don't need to spend more money, you can actually. It, it appears that that'll that be the case. Mm-hmm. I've not seen the exact numbers. It, it just talks about a handful of ancient coins here, a, mm-hmm. a pile of ancient coins here. But yeah. it, it does appear like that's the case. So so that's great. Um, and the other thing I've been playing is uh, the PS Plus game uh, for PS Five Control ultimate edition i'm playing Ooh. it on the 30 frames per second um graphics mode or display mode with ray tracing and Ooh. it is glorious looking oh yeah um i jumped it down to try the 60 frames a second in, and funnily enough i am loving playing sea of thieves and things like that on 60 frames i'm loving playing ghost of tsushima in 60 frames but for some reason i think because control is very filmic Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I actually prefer it on the 30 frames a second and looking better it felt a wee bit too arcadey and, and arcadey in the bad way yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. when when I flipped it to that um, but I tell I, you I, it's looking lovely akin to the Hobbit Peter Jackson's Hobbit yeah the 48 frames thing that he yeah. did it does feel a wee bit weird I don't know it was just strange I don't know whether it's because I went from the ray tracing and the, the sort of like Right, right. Uh, sort of 4K letterboxing or whatever it is they're using, and then to that. Um, I have heard that the actual, like, the big fights and the sort of physics and all that are much better in the performance mode when you've you've got the higher frame rate, but I, I think it's running gloriously on PS5 on 30 frames a second. And um, what I'm playing on, I mean, it's bonkers, and I'm not exactly sure what the hell's happening, but mm-hmm. um, I'm liking it. I am liking it. I like the aesthetic of it. I like those big bloody letters that appear all the time. That is so yeah. satisfying. <laughs> it's just really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite pleasantly surprised. Nice. Um, I love it. Oh, you'd love it. I, I'd just say I, lo- I love Control. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, no, that's all you have to say, nothing else. That's fine. <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing Sea of Thieves as well. Uh, I got to Pirate Legend on... Friday or Tuesday, Wait, whatever hey, it was. Hey. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, with the help of Colin Little and Grim, kind of, kind of got me just, just <coughs> almost there to the point where it was just essentially I had to throw in a few crates and that would get me Pirate Legend. So um, that's great. That's good fun. Um, you know, it's just nonsense, as we've said <laughs> about a million times. Uh, the other game that I was playing uh, has been the Medium, which I've been playing on Monday nights, Ooh. and it's very good. It's very, it's very and dark. I can't remember. Had I spoke about? I think I did speak about this last last episode. Um, so mm-hmm. I'll not go on about it too much. Obviously, a lot's happened since then. Two, mm-hmm. There's been two streams since then. Um, 
and it's it's very good. It's very well made. Uh, it's by Bluebird, who I know Colin loves. Um, Friends uh, of the podcast. Indeed, they gave us layers of fear for one of the charity streams. Uh, you guys, I think both of you have played Blair Witch, is that right? Yeah, I, uh, we'll I own it. I've set. never played it. Have you not got to it yet? <laughs> um, I, got, I, got, I got a code for it. They sent us a code for it. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 good. It's, it's, it's nice to see Blooper grown up, to be honest. You know, going from mm-hmm. Layers of Fear, which was a brilliant horror game, um, mm-hmm. but in, in a way quite basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then going to Blair Witch, was, which kind of opened up a wee bit. Uh, and mm-hmm. then the medium, which has became very cinematic. Um, and it's it's a big a big game, uh, and it's it's good. It's very dark, very dark. <laughs> it gets very really... dark unexpectedly. Oh. It just kind of appears from nowhere, and you go, "Wait, what?" Aye, aye, very adult oriented. Um, as we were having a chat, and I was saying to you, I think it's done tastefully. Uh-huh. The, 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 uh-huh. the subject matter, the location, and stuff. It's, I don't feel like it's thrown in for shock value to make you Not go, oh my goodness. Like, And I think that's where, because we'd had a chat about a friend of ours who was talking about the trigger warnings in the content, and I said yeah. to Paul, have you noticed any stuff like this? And he's like, no, no. And then after his next stream, he was like, yes, yes. Um, but we had that chat of it's not i I don't feel like it's just done for the sake of it it feels it feels organic in the story yeah yeah i mean it's it's very the sound design is glorious you know that i'm an audiophile and the Mm. sound design is absolutely wonderful It, it really stands out and the whole design of the game's brilliant, you know, it's, it's set in, in, in the spirit world and in the real world, and when you go into the spirit world, the design of it is oh, is really imaginative yeah. and cre- ah, it's creepy, it really mm-hmm. gets to you, um, and with that added with the sound, it's just a really atmospheric game, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing it, mm-hmm. and getting that away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paolo. I mean, I did say, I, I, I always message uh, Paul when I'm playing I send him pictures of my face because I know he's done the bit <laughs> and at one point I was just like how did you play this because I am not feeling very comfortable just now so I don't know how you have got through these segments there's a bit then I was like I, I think I'm going to throw up I don't know if I can go and, and you didn't have scare sounds in your ears no I just oh. had the normal sounds so oh my days great um Excellent. I've been uh, continuing my Resident Evil recap. Uh, so this week we went to Resident Evil 3 and I was Jill Valentine uh, and my glorious boob tube. Um, you know, why why women glorious. decided to wear them? Because they are not comfortable. Um, and it was good. It was really nice. I blasted through it in two and a half hours. I was a bit like, oh, I didn't know I could do that. Um, and it's been nice revisiting the, the storyline, catching everybody up. There's 12 weeks now to Resident Evil 8, so it's exciting <gasps> that we can, we can knock them all off. Um, Josh Sandwich, friend of the, uh, the nearly man, was in watching, who has a Resident Evil speedrunner, and he was saying it's nice just being able to sit and watch the story because speedrunners just hit skip for everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's so he's enjoying that, and there's a lot of people who have maybe only played Resident Evil 7, and they're like, I'm really liking watching these and catching up on the characters or seeing what the storyline's been before the game. So it's been nice. I feel like I'm, I'm like, creating a good service as well. I'm like, you're nice. welcome. Um, it's a, it's a and, great idea, just building up to the, the release. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, it's funny as well, watching the graphics and the script mature. Like, mm. already mm. between the third game and the first game, the script is miles better. The voice acting's quite a bit better as well, but... It's, it's funny watching how it progressed 
and how quickly everyone gets better. Mm, I think mm, when you yeah. when it happens at the time, you don't really see the change or the jump. But now I'm doing them run after the other. I'm like, whoa, graphics really between '96 and 2001, which we'll see the remake in two weeks. It's like, whoa, that was five years. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, continuing the nightmare, I started Little Nightmares two last Friday. This looks a nice wee friendly game. <laughs> Have you ever played the first one? No. <laughs> it's it's hauntingly beautiful. Is the only way I can describe it. Um, you right. play this tiny tiny child. Um, so in this one, you're the masked boy, and then the, you've got a companion who we think is six from the first game. Um, so you control Tar. In this one, you've got a kind of co-op dynamic where you need both of you to solve puzzles. Oh. And you, the games are very open to interpretation. You wake up in the forest with a TV, and then these big giant adults try and chase you and murder you. Um, and the, it's just, it's really creepy. The, the sound design is great. You'd love the sound design in it. But the yeah. aesthetic's beautiful. There's lots of lovely little touches, like when the characters help each other, like you take Sixie's hand to lead her through bits where she's scared. Um and it's it's really good. It is jet like there's bits of me just screaming for like three minutes. Um, there's, <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's something when an elongated neck, and oh my gosh, that neck elongates. Um, no. So I did the first big chunk. You, the first big chunk's like a school you're in, um, and we've just got to the next section, which appears to be a hospital. Oh, lovely. Mm, so if I thought the school was scary, I'm sure this what I think is a hospital is going to be even worse. <laughs> it's great. It's be- it's a really well made game. Um, it's doing really well um and, and the reviews and stuff. So um I'd say definitely pick it up or pick the first one up and this one up if you like look at it and like being scared by horrible nightmares. Um <laughs> and apart from that, I just play the medium, catch up with Paul on that and Dead by Daylight, the lunar event's going on just now, so it's like double blood points and stuff for people. Um and that's that's quite good. Although there are as a bit of a moan about the community because they don't like what they've done with the game. Oh, but you can't please everyone. You can't, can son. We cannot. Um, the viewers have been in touch. Uh, let's see what they've been playing. Queen of North uh, says, yeah. I've been, Queen of North, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn and FIFA 21 at the moment because Horizon Zero Dawn came out a while ago. I feel no pressure to rush to complete it and I love that. Nice. Very wise, wise very wise. Uh, Exterminator 1 has also been in touch saying the Division 2 for me has been rev- revelatory during lockdown. Not just because it's a fun enough game, but because of the crazy real-world parallels. Pandemic, riots, civil unrest. Is it despot, President? Militia storm in the capital, face mask, social distancing, crystal ball stuff. Also, Darkest Dungeon. <laughs> I'm guessing that's the game and not just that Division 2 <laughs> is a dark Another. dungeon. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a bit freaky. I think that's why we kind of feared... Yeah, we did the opposite. Side of streaming it, yeah, yeah, we were like, I think you could play it, but maybe streaming it's not the best idea. Um, yeah, it could be a bit dicey. Aye, bit, bit close to the bone. Colin Mac Forty Two been playing uh, Rogue Company, but starting to really get into ghost ghosts now. Also, mm. just started playing FIFA again for something different. And on another note, uh, another bus for trying to get a PS Five. The whole system is set up for scalpers, and now I think retailers just tell us what we want to hear, but really don't give a toss because at the end of the day, they are getting the money, no matter what happens. Just as well, there's nothing out for next gen that I really, really want to play anytime soon because I think it will be Christmas before I can actually oh, get a console. Well, they are trying to make it illegal. They're trying to push a bill through to make scalping illegal. I saw that. Yeah, you've you've got. 
retailers have to Collins, right? Retailers could fix this. Yeah. They need yeah. to do this. It's yeah. there. This isn't like you know, for for all the stuff that Sony and, and Microsoft potentially got in the grief about about having stock levels or whatever, um, you know, this is a retailer's problem because you know, they're giving the, the stuff to them in, in good faith. You, you're mm. expecting people to be like, get stuff to the customers. It it, it, it helps Sony or Microsoft, or right? It's, it suits the console makers and the retailers to sell yeah. them. But it's 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 terrible because you've got people out there who are desperately trying to buy these consoles and want to buy games for them and can't, you yeah. know? Yeah. I just think yeah. there needs to be a better system than, oh, we're going to stuck, uh, stuck, stuck our stock on at 2 a.m. in the morning and hope somebody gets it. Like, yeah. Why not have an email list where you sign up and you can send it to multiple, but as it goes down, you're maybe going to get it. Like I, We were sitting like 150,000 people want a PS5 stay and every restock there's 2,000. You're going to have to wait for at least 75 restocks. And that's not including the scalpers buying up 500 at a time. Yeah, it's just, exactly. It's bananas. Exactly. Bananas. Uh, Viva Lahazy says Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. And I hear that's been getting good reviews. And The Pathless on PS5. Oh, yeah. A few people have mentioned that to me, yeah. Mm. Uh, MJ Deans, also known as MJ Play Games. She plays Yeah. Uh, Neo2 Remaster on PS- PS5 is gorgeous. Sekiro is still kicking my butt. Absolutely loving dying over and over again and getting lost in Resi 7. Nope. Um, she is doing very well at Resident Evil 7, I must say. Um, and also, when... MJ gets a fright, I get a fright, so it's quite <laughs> it's quite nice to, to, be, to be frightened by the game again. And James of 42, uh, pretty much the same as usual. Red Dead Online, had to go to the new Telegram missions. Oh, good, good. Bit of Dead by Daylight and enjoying the managerial side of FIFA 21. And then on another subject, trying to get a PS5, it's still proving to be a pain in the backside. Mm, yep. Yeah. Seems to be the, the kind of feeling everywhere when it comes yeah. to those. Yeah. Sad times. You'll get one eventually, yeah. everyone. You'll get them. You'll Stick get them. And you'll get them. And so will you, Blunder Boy. Yes. Okay, I know. I've got the money. So I, I am I am just trying to decide whether to just keep it sitting or invest in my PC. I'm kind of like whoa, whoa. going between what I want to do. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Wow. Um, want to hear some new releases? Do we? Do we? Excellent. Uh, on the 18th of February, you've got King of Seas coming to the PC, PS4, Xbox consoles, and Switch. Uh, on the 23rd uh, of February, or the 19th, if you've pre-ordered it digitally, you get Persona 5 Strikers. I'm so excited. On the PC, PS4, Nerd. and Switch. Nerd! <laughs> I'm at midnight, I'm, I'm, I'm installing mine on the PlayStation that is getting put right in there. Um, <laughs> on the 25th of February, you can get Hellpoint on the Switch, Code Realize Wintertide Miracles on the Switch, and Riders Republic on the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. I think. <laughs> I think that's what that says. Um, <laughs> don't know what that is. Um, 26th of February, you get Bravely Default 2 on the Switch. I also have that pre ordered. Yeah. Although, funny enough, I have cartridge because my Switch memory is full. Both. <laughs> um, oh, and you take it as takes it in March on the second of March. You can get Harvest Moon One World on the Switch, Yakuza Like a Dragon on the PS5, Monster Jam Steel Titans Two on the PC, PS4, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. And then on the fourth of March, you can get Ranch Simulator on the PC. 
and that's your new releases. Nice. Uh, it's, very, it's very quiet, isn't it? It's it is very quiet. quiet. It is. It'll be interesting to see when it picks up and what it picks up with. Um, <laughs> well, but not I mean, Switch games. But <laughs> Bravely Default 2 and Persona 5 are coming to Switch, so that may be a saving grace for it. Uh, that seems to be like all that's left. The next couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> that's you for the year. That's your that, whack. That's it. Nothing else. Mind um, you, per- Persona is probably take about a year to play, surely. Well, that's yeah, true. Really. A, a big game. Be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, but let us know if any of those games uh, tickle your fancy or let us know what you're playing and this is how you can do that. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men or email info at thenearlymen.com. Just try and limit it. Yes, please get in touch. Any interesting questions or shout-outs from the chat, fellow? Uh, Hamster Boy shouted out we were talking about uh, Zynga. Uh, mm-hmm. making the new Star Wars game uh, he claims that Farmville was the highlight of Facebook you know I did see this and I kind of Farmville was the, the place to be I remember my farm was like bouncing man my farm was the place to be <laughs> I mean far, let me. I mean, Farmville is essentially as far as I'm aware Farmville was essentially Animal Crossing with uh, added doxing pretty much yeah yeah. <laughs> or Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon made like the doxing, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, so that was it basically, you know. Play play this daft little game uh, and we'll steal your data. Yeah. And constantly <laughs> message your pals to send you gifts and come chop uh, your bum. I, I I actually would go and delete folk that asked me for things in games <laughs> I didn't play. I was like, nope, <laughs> off you go. Uh Jamesy forty two comes up with a new name for No Man's Sky. It's now No Man's Swanky. I like that. Could get on, could get on with that, yeah. Got to be very careful though. It's no man swanky. Yes, yeah. no man yeah. swanky. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did see, I did see people say it in the chat. Need to no make man sure swanky. You, you get that right. <laughs> 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 uh, upcoming streams. Uh, we've got a few of import. Um, we have our Ghost of Tsushima raid, the next nearly man event <gasps> on Friday, <laughs> the twenty sixth of February, with special guest star Queen of the North, ninety five. <laughs> Queen of the North! And that's going to be either really fun or really frustrating. <laughs> if if well, we get there. <laughs> we've got an insane grind this week. London Boy to actually be ready to actually do it. This is true. I was like, oh, we've got two weeks, don't we? And they're like, nope. nope, nope. And I was like, I, I don't oh, want to put right. the pressure on. I don't want to put the pressure on, but Queen of the North got in touch and Queen of the North is level 100. She's there. Uh, wait, uh, are you there, Paul? No, I'm at like ninety or something. Like, I'm I'm nearly there. Okay, I I, I, I I'm think, really gonna need to play a lot. <laughs> I think I'm like sixty-seven or something like that. I'm I will fly up. We'll fly up. And then all night on Thursday to Friday, I'm like, phone and work. I'm set. <laughs> Farmville is the Wall Street for kids. Hamster boy soon. Just throwing that in. There, <laughs> Paul, on uh, Monday the 22nd, you're going to be finishing the medium. Yes, yeah. it got to the point last week where I could have been on for a wee bit, but it would have been stopping kind of mid-chapter, if you like. So yeah. uh, I decided to hold it and we'll we'll finish it this Monday. Oh, Exciting. Well, I, I, I've got no idea where it's going to go. Do you know what it was interesting? I came into yours and you're like, don't look, spoilers! And I was like, <laughs> does it happen? Um, and I, I think I've just met a character who was in that cutscene and I'm like, Oh, hmm. so I don't, I don't, I never watched it, saw what's happening, so that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> uh, Colin, you anything 
of great yeah. import coming up? Yes, do you know what? Yeah. Saturday night, Saturday night, to celebrate uh, making it to 600 followers, which I was delighted about, uh, I'm dragging, just when she thinks she's out, I pull her back in. <laughs> Sherry Bobbins, the Sherry Campbell return. Sherry Bobbins oh, yeah. is going to help me, and we are going to continue with Resident oh. Evil 7 in VR. Happy very exciting. Uh, on Saturday night at 7 pm. I probably will smack my face here. Yeah. Um, I've got <laughs> some amount of setting up to do as well. I oh, already gosh. get anxiety about it, but it'll be a lot of fun. Yes, before you ask, the scare sounds will be on as well. Oh, God. golly, golly, gosh. So that's Saturday <laughs> the 20th at 8 pm. Go along and see Colin get traumatized. Hey, so- uh, 7 7pm, I think. Uh, 7pm, sorry. Um, That'd be exciting. And then uh, I am going back to Resident Evil on Wednesday. It's the end of Phase (gasps) 1. I will be playing Code Veronica X, uh, and Claire Redfield will be your host in another costume. I mean, but another costume. I'm addicted to it. So um, just commitment to the the cosplay. Uh, With it being the end of Phase 1, is there a wee Thanos tease at the end? (laughs) <laughs> it just resets to the prettier versions of the game. <laughs> so, you just get, you just get the, the, so the week after we're going a Resident Evil Zero, then one remake, two remake, three remake and stuff. Essentially, um, what what Res, uh, what Capcom did at this sort of era was kind of what Linkin Park did for like six uh, six albums in a row, where they just released like hip hop <laughs> versions of the same album over and over again. It's kind of the same thing. Capcom and Linkin Park had a very similar business model yeah. at that time. <laughs> to be fair, it was the, the, the fans demanded it. Well, uh, it who the Linkin Park fans or <laughs> both? Both, <I> probably. <laughs> I. Um, but that's it. So three, three, three personal streams that are of great imports, and then our our nearly men raid next Friday. Gosh, I can't believe it's next Friday. Um, da, da, da. Excellent. Any parting words, gentlemen? No. Uh, no, I, I suppose I'm. I suppose I'm going to have to learn how to fish and see a thieves. All right, well, I only learn how to fish now. Um, I, um, I feel I need to keep up with things now that I'm a pirate legend. I think if I, 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 I've got a, a duty of some kind. There's well, expectations in your show. I, I signed up for the creator crew, and I'm like, oh well, I suppose I better give it a go then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't know they were going to like straight away go. You know, you know all the piracy stuff you like doing. Nah. Fishing time. What? Do you know, oh, do you know who will be happy? Bry will be happy. Bry's a big fan of it. He loves, loves the fishing. fishing. <laughs> he loves the fishing. Maybe I'll just get Bry on my ship and I can just go around doing piracy and he can just... Oh, yes. He can just do the fishing for me and maybe I'll... Maybe because the crew, maybe I'll get everything. We'll just park him <sighs> out in the ocean and we'll, we'll, we'll rowboat in to the fun. Just drop him <laughs> off at a sea post and just get him to just go mental. <laughs> And then, like, geezer fish. Geezer fish. <laughs> Pay a minimum wage now. Yeah, he'll work, he'll work for nothing. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Pirates a lot. He's... The next episode will be live here on Twitch on uh, the 4th of March, episode 82. What? At 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. And of course, we have a multiplayer stream in between then. Uh, but for now, say goodbye, Colin. Goodbye, Colin. Say goodbye, Paul. Goodbye, Paul. And it's goodbye from me, Blunderboy. Remember, wash those joy pads. And we'll see you next time, guys and gals. And those are-